You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvicecoaching.com. On today's episode, we're talking about a few steps that I want to give you so you can stop being intimidated by beautiful women. The reason why I wanted to do an episode like this is because this is something that I hear quite a bit from our coaching clients in the Trip Advice Accelerator coaching program. One of the reasons why guys have such intense approach anxiety or get very nervous when they are going on dates with women that they're attracted to, you know, is because they're intimidated. Ultimately, that's what it seems to come down to. At least that's what I've seen. Maybe for you, the word is not intimidation. Maybe it's still just nervous, scared. Maybe you don't even know what it is. It's just the fact that you just feel uncomfortable around women that you're attracted to. And I hear this a lot. Guys who are having no problems going up to a woman that they're not that attracted to, or she's just not that cute. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can go up to women who I'm not that attracted to, but once she's kind of cute, that's where everything is at stake. So I want to go over some steps for you today. Some things that I've been thinking about lately in terms of the intimidation and nervousness around beautiful women. I want to help you here and give you some new perspectives and really give you a new mindset. So that's what I'm going for here today, okay? Now, a few updates on my end over here is that we are still continuously enrolling students into the Trip Advice Accelerator Coaching Program. We have guys who join the program every single week. They get themselves a one-on-one coach over here at Trip Advice, who is fully trained by me, and they're able to get a one-on-one coach so that they can get the most attention and support possible. And what's been really cool is when you join this coaching program, or if you get any of our courses, you end up in Trip's Corner, which just crossed 2,000 guys. I've been running Trips Corner, this private Facebook group, since 2017. And it is still to this day, and I've been in a lot of Facebook groups to this day, one of the most active Facebook groups I have ever been in and I've ever seen. Guys posting every day, and we have coaches in there who are answering people's questions. Hell, we have guys in there who are not coaches who are just helping out and answering questions. It is a thriving community. So if you ever wanted to be part of a thriving community based around meeting women and attraction and dating, you will get access to that if you join the Trip Advice Accelerator coaching program. You also do get access to that if you get any of our courses here, like our flagship course called Hooked which you can check out at getherhooked.com. That gets you access into it as well. Just FYI though, some people, you know, they join Trips Corner and they become more of a lurker and that's fine. You You don't have to post if you don't want to. It's just something that could help you in the future. If you are posting, if you are being active, if you're in a group like this, the more active you are, the more help that you can get. And if you help other people, they'll help you. And it's just a great exchange of value. So you'll see that you can get access to that once you get one of our courses. Or like I said, join the Trip Advice Accelerator coaching program. And you can check information on the Accelerator program 
over at tripadvicecoaching.com. And if you go to that URL, you can book a time to talk to myself or my team. That's right. I do take a lot of these calls. Don't be surprised if I hop on the Zoom with you and I'm talking to you about coaching, but you also might hop on with my team as well. Either way, you're going to get good. You're in good hands here and you'll be able to get all the information you need to help you with understanding what to do next for your dating life. Okay. So tripadvicecoaching.com to learn more about the coaching program and book a call and get herhooked.com to get the hooked course. Now let's talk about some of the steps to stop being intimidated by beautiful women. Okay. First things first, you have to really understand who they are. And one of the things that a lot of guys don't know is because, well, they don't have women that they've talked to who are super beautiful. They don't have or have not had any friends who are like that. They've not been on dates with women like that. They've not surrounded themselves by what you would consider a typically very highly attractive woman. Ones who are models, ones who get tons of attention from guys. Those nines and tens, so to speak. Well, I lived in LA for a very long time, almost a decade, and I've spent time around these women. I've talked to these women. I've uh, went on dates with these women. I've befriended these women. And of course, still to this day, I'm always having conversations with different women and, and always getting the intel and understanding you know, the psyche of the people that I talk to. And I ask deep questions. And so I've just done a ton of research here. And this research all points to one super interesting fact is that these women are more self-conscious than you are. These women who you are intimidated by have more self-esteem issues than probably anyone else. And I know that seems like a generalization. I know a lot of this is anecdotal, but I keep on seeing it. I keep on seeing it time and time again. And you have to think about it this way too. Imagine this. And there's a lot of different versions of this. So let's go through it. So version number one is imagine you were a woman who grew up to be very attractive. You were always an attractive girl and into your teens you were and into your 20s. And you just always were an attractive woman and you got a lot of attention. Well, a person like that, who has gotten a lot of attention over the course of their life, you better believe that they are used to that attention and that attention is very important to them because that's what they know and that's how they know their value and their worth. Unless they've somehow gone through some personal development programs and have worked through this, a lot of women who have always gotten a lot of attention seek to continue to get that attention because that's the validation that they need. Right, A, a woman who is attractive you know, even in their preteens, they get a lot of attention from boys. And just overall, in general, we hear statistics of people who are most attractive tend to do better with getting jobs when they get older. It's easier for them to get jobs. They just get more attention. They get treated a little bit better. It's a sad reality, but it is true. So if you're this person who has been getting tons of attention for all those years, you want to make sure that you can grasp onto that, hold on to that as long as possible. And the second you don't get that attention, it starts to completely crush you. 
And it digs at your self-esteem because again, you're used to that validation and you want that validation that you've always been getting because that is telling you what your worth is. So your looks and that attention is basically married to your self-worth and self-esteem. So that's one of the reasons why a woman who's attractive might have self-esteem issues. Here's something else. There is what's called the ugly duckling syndrome. You know, a woman who was not very attractive in her younger years and then became attractive. A lot of those women still see themselves as the ugly duckling. It's like when a person who is overweight loses a ton of weight. And even though they're not overweight anymore, they mentally, they see themselves as that person who is still a little bit overweight. It's hard to completely get your mindset to wrap around the fact that you are now not overweight or you are now an attractive person, even though you're starting to get some of that validation and you're seeing a little bit of change in yourself because you're getting a little bit more attention because you are now more attractive person than you were before. You still tend to relate more and to attach more to that old self. Okay. So, I can really keep going here. There's a lot of other reasons why, you know, women who are very attractive have that. Also, well, yeah, and I will keep going. Here's another one. If you are a woman who's very attractive and you have been able to not just get attention, but you've been able to get actual value from your looks. So you are a model which means that you received value in terms of payment. If you are an attractive woman and you're able to get into the bars and clubs easier, it's easier for you to make friends, all those kinds of things. But you've been able to see like value. You've been able to get attention from guys who are older, maybe and richer, who have taken you on trips and excursions or yachts or whatever it may be, paying for dinners, buying gifts, right? There's a lot of value exchange you could have gotten if you were an attractive woman. Well, that's a little bit scary, again, for someone who is an attractive person, because you know that the littlest wrinkle that comes up on your skin, or the little bit of weight that you might gain, or a day that you just don't feel like you look that attractive, that is going to again, hurt your self-esteem because you've attached all the value that you get to your self-worth. So it all becomes connected. That is, and the other reasons are why a lot of women who are the ones that are attractive, even though you are intimidated, even though they seem super confident when they're walking around or you see them at the bar or you see them on the dating apps with their photos, even though they seem like the most confident person in the world, they too get nervous. They too are not perfect. They too have self-esteem issues like maybe you do. So this step that I'm talking about here, because we're talking about the steps to stop being intimidated by beautiful women. Step one is to understand who they are at the core. Who is this person? And why are you, just like everybody else, attaching so much value to them? You could get into a conversation, maybe even take a woman on a date that you find on a dating app or whatever it may be, who you're super attracted to. And then you might find out that, well, 
their personality does not match their looks at all. And that they are maybe not the smartest people or they have a lot of self-esteem issues, which causes a lot of emotional issues. They might have daddy issues or mommy issues. They might have all kinds of issues that they are dealing with. That let me tell you, it would not be fun to be hanging around this woman for more than just a date just because they are attractive. And listen, I understand that you as a man are still, even after today, listening to this episode, you will still be intimidated by these women because it's just in your nature. It will happen. You'll still feel that intimidation, that nervousness, that anxiety. But I'm asking you in step one to understand or think about, and please take my word for it, and if you, if you don't want to take my word for it, that's fine. You can experience this for yourself to understand who they are as a person. They are not just what's on the outside. And I'm not just saying that in a kumbaya, moralistic, ethical way to get you to look on the inside. I mean, a little bit, a little bit, but I'm really saying this in more of a reality. Like they're just not who they appear to be all the time. Now, let me be a little bit clear because this might be seemingly like some sort of advertisement or PSA to not be with beautiful women. It's like, well, Trippy, you're telling me this. It sounds like these beautiful women are kind of a disaster. No, they're not all a disaster. Some are great. Some are great. I mean, it doesn't matter whether they're beautiful or not, whether they're not attractive, whether they're a five or a 10, not all women are going to be great for you. Not all women are great. Some are, some are not. And it's up to you to figure out who the awesome ones are through the dating process. But my point is, is today we're talking about the women who are attractive. And I tend to see that men put those women, that category of women, on such a high pedestal that they think like, oh, they're attractive. So most of them are probably going to be awesome. No. They're just like the rest of the population where you're going to have to sift through and you're going to have to find who's going to be the best. Now, here's the thing, too. If we're talking about those really, really, really hard to get top tier 10 models, maybe they even have a massive Instagram following following like there's some sort of celebrity yeah, I would probably say like that's not the best woman you can be with. Yeah, if you want to sleep with someone like that, but for a relationship, that's not the person that you want to be with who is constantly trying to seek validation from their social media and, and you know, going through life in terms of their looks, trying to get them to where they are. Yeah, those super top 10 women are usually a disaster. Usually not fun to be with usually have some sort of ego, usually have a lot of self-esteem issues. But what do we do? We think that they're beautiful on the outside, and so we label them as, as such, and we create this story in our heads. Oh, what it would be like to spend time around this woman, be with this woman, and sleep with this woman, and all these little fantasies we have. But step number one, understand who they are. And they're no different than any of the other women out there. 
I would even say that most of them probably have most of the self-esteem issues than a woman who's not as attractive as that woman that we're talking about. Okay, so really take my word for it. You spend enough time around these women, you'll see they have a lot of issues. And here's what I'm going to tell you to do. This is not the PSA to say, so because they're super beautiful and they have a lot of issues, don't approach them, don't talk to them, don't go on dates with them. No, absolutely you should because A, you might find one that really has self-esteem and is a great woman. And B, I want you to find out for yourself and see for yourself what it's like to be spending time around that kind of woman so then you can go, oh, right, Trip said this. And you can experience it and have the reference experience for yourself. That's what I want for you. So this is not me telling you to not do that. By all means, do it. Spend time. Go on dates. Hook up. Do all that stuff. Okay? Let's go to step number two in terms of steps to stop being intimidated by beautiful women. And I should say our, our coaching program does help with this. We help with these mindsets and we help you with approaching these women to make sure that you're doing it so that you can get dates with these women. So if you can't do this on your own, we have the one-on-one coaches here to help you. Okay. All right. So number two is understanding that it is also all relative. And I think that's really important. So what do I mean by it's all relative? Well, I mean that you know, listen, we can sit here and we can probably agree on who the most attractive women in the entire world is. You know, certain celebrities, superstars, singers, actresses, models, things like that. Right. There's there's ones that we can mostly agree with. But I've also learned that it is really all relative. Okay, so step number two, it's all relative, meaning What you're attracted to and what I'm attracted to and what Dan is attracted to and Steve and Carl and then whatever other guy out there, depending on who they are, how old they are, their race, their background, how they grew up, we all have different tastes. So a woman that I go, wow, she's very attractive. You might go, "Mm, she's okay. I even have guys that sometimes send me girls that they're interested online Our students over here, they go, wow, this girl, she's like my perfect 10. And that's great. I don't give my opinion. I don't care. My opinion doesn't matter. But, you know, I might see a woman and go, that woman's not someone I would go for. But they like it. And then sometimes I have guys who who are going on dates with women that I do find attractive and, and whatever it may be. Right. So the point is, is there is a little bit of relativity. And why is this important to Stop being intimidated by beautiful women. What's the point of that? Well, it just goes to show you that because it's all relative and who you find attractive is someone that I might not find attractive, or maybe I agree with you, but your friend doesn't or whatever it is. It's like, so then why even be intimidated? Think about that. Like it almost seems like illogical. Like you're just choosing because of who you are attracted to, to be intimidated by. Or nervous, scared, anxious. So the whole reason really why you're even nervous to go over and approach and talk to and have a conversation with that woman is purely because 
You don't want to get rejected by that woman because that is going to be a harder fall. That's my, that's my theory is that it's a harder fall. It's like, if you go over and approach a woman that you're not that attracted to and whatever it may be, okay, she rejects you. You don't care. You were never really attracted to her in the first place. But that one girl who you go, whoa, she's a nine. She's a 10. I am super attracted to her. And you get rejected by her. You put yourself out there. You believe it's going to be a harder fall. You believe you have more to lose. You may even believe, wow, I don't want to screw this up. And we get a little bit more nervous and intimidated in situations that maybe seemingly are a little bit more rare because in our worlds, depending on kind of where we live, but in, I would say a lot of people's worlds, you know, you might not see those women that you're super attracted to all the time. So finally you see her and you go, okay, this is my moment. Like this is my chance. Like as if this is the championship game and we are, or a super bowl, you know, we're only getting here once. Like this is it. I can't screw this up. So you put so much pressure on yourself. You get so nervous, but you know what I found at least in myself and all the coaching clients I've worked with over the years is that when they do approach that woman who they find super attractive, even if they do get rejected, they feel so good that they did it. Most men will feel good that they did it. Why? Because they at least know that they gave it the best shot that they could for the time given to them. And it does actually boost confidence. And sometimes, of course, they don't get rejected, right? That's just in the very beginning of learning this. And then eventually you get to the point where it's like, oh, you have this really great interaction with this woman who you find super attractive. And hey, it didn't go so bad, man. She was really nice. You know, I've had clients in the past who've told me, yeah, I had a great interaction. They didn't even get the girl's number. The girl had a boyfriend or a husband or something like that. You know, they felt so good afterwards because they said, you know, it was a good interaction. She was really nice. That was great. I'm glad at least I tried. And we all feel better for doing that than walking away wondering what if. Wondering what if is the most painful feeling in the world. It really is. We call that regret. Like, oh, I should have done it. And you look back later, you go, I didn't have anything to lose, but I still was too nervous. I didn't go and talk to her at that party, at that bar. Down the street when she was walking past me, I didn't do it. Man, why? So back to kind of step two here. Okay. We're going through this. Step two is it's all relative. And the only reason why you're intimidated or scared at all is only because you're putting and assigning too much value in this situation. When really, if we're talking about value, all the value is going to be you going over and talking to her. Stop thinking about the value in terms of what she is. And by the way, it's a false assigned value because you don't know who she is. A woman is not full value just because of her looks. She's not, she is more than that. She is way, way more than just the way that she is looking. 
because you're going to spend time with her and you're going to find out, is she smart? Is she interesting? Is she funny? Can you guys connect? Does she have those self-esteem issues we've been talking about? Does she have confidence? Is she, is she able to hold a conversation with you? Does she have an interesting job? Good friends? Does she do some things with her life? Does she have a good family? What are all those other things? And again, we're connecting that back to step number one, which was understanding who they are. Because you don't know who they are. You don't have the full picture. But at least I can tell you most likely what you're dealing with when we are talking about those so-called top-tier women by their looks. Step number three, the final step here. We broached this a little bit. We didn't get too deep into it. Not yet, at least. Step number three is understanding who you are. And I do talk about this on several episodes of the podcast. And good, and I will continue to because it needs to be reminded all the time. It is one of the biggest keys in becoming the most attractive, most quality version of yourself with super confidence. It's the mindset that might take some months, maybe a year, if you work hard at it, to really achieve. God, I'm building it up, aren't I? Good. I should. It deserves to be built up. It's that important. Step number three is understanding who you are. We can even say in this step, it's about qualifying. So we're talking about trying to understand who they are We do that by going up and talking to women. But before we do that, understand who you are. Why should they be with you versus what your mindset is currently, especially if you're listening to this episode and this is resonating with you, your current mindset is, how do I get to be the guy that they want? Or how do I get them to like me? How do I get them to like me? How do I get a girl to like me? Instead, it's what I said a second ago. Why should they be with you? Reverse it. The prize theory. Right now, you might be thinking they're the prize. So you're in chase mode. How do I get it? How do I get it? How do I get the prize? How do I win? How do I win? How do I play this game to win? How do I win the game? That's your mindset. How do I win the game? Or we could tap into the better mindset. I'm the prize. How can they win me over? I.e., why should they be with you? We can only get and tap into this mindset when we start to understand who we are. Now, of course, obviously, We still have to be a person who's the most attractive version of themselves. You know, you can't be some guy who's, um, you know, looking like a homeless person. You smell terrible and you're super shy and have no conversation skills and are $50,000 in debt and don't have anywhere to live. And you're sleeping, you know, on the the floor of uh, a crack house. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, that's an extreme example, but... I'm just saying, you you can't be there and then have this mindset. 
obviously you have to have some things going for you. But the most important thing is I know a lot of you guys do have a lot going for you. I talk to you guys all the time. I sign you up to coaching all the time. You guys have good jobs. You are pretty confident or at least mostly you're decent looking dudes. You work on your grooming. You're a guy who feels like you have your life together, but still you're not acting like it. Instead, you're still treating these women, these super attractive women, like they're the prize. So we have to look inside of who are we? What are the things that are amazing about us? For me, this took me several years to learn, to understand. And when I was learning this stuff, I was in my early 20s. I did not have a lot of good things going for me. I wasn't in a, in a very stable job. I wasn't the most attractive version of myself. I didn't focus on becoming this most confident person. I had to work on it until after working on it for several years, it slowly started to flip. Oh, wait a minute. I'm an awesome guy. I have a lot going for me now. I'm confident. I'm charismatic. I'm a cool guy. I'm fun to be around. I'm interesting. I started to discover those things about myself as well as create those things about myself. And then naturally got to a place where I said, wait a minute, how come they should be with me? I don't need to go on dates anymore and just go, how do I get them to like me? But I can actually qualify them to see does this woman deserve to be with me? And the only reason why I was able to do that was because I got to a point where I saw myself as valuable. And this is not arrogance. Not at all. It's more reality. Arrogance is more I'm better than you. That's what arrogance is. When you think you're better than other people and you do that as a way to actually think you're better than other people because you actually have low self-esteem. What I'm talking about is just self-esteem, confidence, liking yourself, liking and loving yourself. And people who like and love themselves are not arrogant. They're people with high self-esteem. And what are people with high self-esteem want? My friend, they only want the best for them. So if you're a guy who has high self-esteem, and you only want the best for you, then you're going to naturally be in a mindset where you're not going to be just going for any girl, even if they are, back to the topic here, friends, even if they are super attractive. You're going to go on a date and go, is there more to the looks? And the more and more time that you spend around women who are attractive, You're not going to be as intimidated. You're going to see them as more of your equals. Because as a guy, you don't need to be a super physically attractive man in order to be able to get women. You do not need to be over six feet. You do not need to be making hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars to be able to attract a great woman in your life. You do not need to be a specific race. You do not need to be having a specific job. That's not it. Women are going to be more attracted to your behavior, the way you act, 
your personality, the behavioral traits, TED, that I talk about quite a bit. Tension, entertainment, dominance, the behavioral traits that make a woman attractive. I teach all this in my Hooked course. We teach this in the coaching program. I teach this on the podcast. So steps one through three. Step one, understand who they are. Remember that, right? This is all mindsets. All these steps are going to be mindsets when you're in the moment, when you have this beautiful woman in front of you. Step one, understand who they are. Step two, remember that it's all relative. What's attractive to you is not necessarily attractive to someone else. Therefore, you're just assigning a value. And number three, understand who you are and understand the process in which it takes to qualify them. Who are they? Why are they special? Why should they be with you? You are the prize. You are the prize. You are the prize. You are the prize. All right, let's get to some Q&A. You guys have been emailing me, trip at tripadvice.com. You've been putting in the subject line podcast questions, so I know to answer it here on the podcast. And I'm here to answer a few questions today. You can also email in trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject podcast question, and I'll answer it here on the podcast. And I pretty much, at this point, I've been doing this every single episode. So if you have a question that you want answered and you want to know if it's been answered, just go to the end of the podcast. Of course, you should be listening to the whole episode so you can get as much value from it as possible. But I'm here to help in more ways than one. So this one's from Andy. We've got a couple short questions and one long one. Maybe we'll get through all three. Let's see if we can do it. Andy says, hi, Trip. I know your advice for photos on online dating are to get professional shots, but also was curious on your thoughts on having a photo with my nieces and nephews that I help babysit a lot or pictures of me at jujitsu class next to a friend or instructor. Andy. Okay. A few things here. One, you don't need to get professional shots. You need to have high res photos. The reason why I say professional shots quite a bit is because those are the people who are going to get the best high res photos. And you're going to be guaranteed to have a lot of photos that you can pick from to look good. But if you have a friend or a buddy that can take some good shots of you with the, with the current smartphones that are available right now, iPhone 15 and Android and Samsung and all that stuff, like they have great, great cameras. So you can take really good shots if your friend knows how to do it. Or if you have an eye or if you want to just study up a little bit on how to take a good picture of yourself. A couple tips off the bat is make sure, you know, you have a few where you're looking off the screen. That's usually most attractive. Make sure you're in the third of the picture. But, you know, professional shots will pretty much guarantee it. Anyways, thought I would say that. Anyway, nieces and nephews. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Think about yourself for a second. When you go and you see a woman on a dating app with kids, what's your first thought? Is that her kids? That's your first thought. Is that her kids? 
or as a nieces and nephews. You don't know. You might even mostly assume that it's her kids. Either way, you're going through this process in your mind that's taking time away from going through and seeing the other photos and wondering and trying to piece together like you're some detective. And I know that you do that because I've done it too. Wait, hold on. We got to find the caption if this is a niece or nephew. Wait, she doesn't even say on there that it's a niece or nephew or a kid. So do I have to ask her what's going on? This is the same thing on the female side. If she sees you with a niece or nephew, she's going to be curious. Is that a niece or nephew? Is that your kids? She's going to have to find something. She might even not take the time. So she's swiping through and all of a sudden she sees a picture. Oh, this guy's kind of cute. Oh, okay, cool. He likes jujitsu. Oh, wait, he's got kids. I'm out. And she moves to someone else. Even though that might not seem like the best thing for her to do, because why should she assume so quickly? Well, listen, some women will. Here, it breaks down to this. Either a woman will assume that's your kid. Move on. She'll be confused. So she'll move on. She'll be confused, so she'll try to kind of figure it out. And then hopefully that's like the best case scenario. Or maybe she'll somehow assume that it's not your kids and it will be fine too. The problem is here, and the point I'm saying is it's a gamble. So why even bother? It's not going to be that much more effective. Like, oh, look, he's good with kids. It's not going to be he's good with kids. It's going to be, is this his kids? So no photos with nieces and nephews at all. Don't bother with it. If you want to show a picture of you with your nieces and nephews to the girl you're dating, we'll do it when you guys are on a date. Not when she's trying to discover if she should even go on the date with you to begin with. So you said, Curious on your thoughts on having a photo with my nieces and nephews that I help babysit. Nope. Pictures of me at jujitsu class next to a friend or instructor. Yeah, that's fine. If there's a way you can get a photo of yourself, not with your instructor, not with your friend, we want to have the least amount of confusion possible. Okay, we want the least amount of confusion possible. That means that we want her to, with ease, go through your your photos, go through your profile, understand exactly what you're talking about on your prompts. Simple, to the point, specific. We want pictures that show clear pictures of you. That's why we want high res or professional shots. We don't want nieces, nephews. We don't want girls. We don't want a lot of pictures with friends. I mean, if you have one, I guess it's not the end of the world. I'm being lenient here. But also, I really just want you to have a bunch of pictures of you. Because at the end of the day, she's not going to swipe through and go, he has no pictures of him with any person. He must be a loser. I'm out. Hmm. And she's not going to necessarily be thinking, oh, look at this guy. He's super social. He's fun. No, she's going to be thinking, wait, which one is him? Oh, wow. Actually, his friend is a lot more attractive than him. And now, theory of relativity. (laughs) I think that's funny saying that. But 
it's true, right? It's kind of relative where it's like, she sees your friend. I mean, have you ever done that? You see a girl and you go, oh, her friend's a lot cuter. All of a sudden, she doesn't look as attractive anymore. And then you swipe left. Terrible, but it happens. So it's about making sure that you have pictures that are just you. So it's not confusing. And of course, not putting yourself in a scenario where, who knows, maybe your jujitsu instructor is super attractive guy. And it doesn't make you look any better. So hope that answers your question. If you do have a shot of you in jujitsu class next to a friend or instructor, can you cut it out? Is that possible? Do you have any that's just you? That would be the best. All right, let's go to Ivan. Hey, Trip. I noticed that when I first approach a girl at the gym and have a quick conversation with them, I end it there and tell them that I will see them around. After that, I will see the same girl I approached later on, and they basically don't acknowledge my existence, at which point I don't even bother trying to say hello, even though I want to. Should I just say hello anyways? Any suggestions on how to fix this problem? Thanks. Best as always, Ivan. Ivan, this is interesting. I'm not sure what you, what is your goal here. Trip advice and the How to Talk to Girls podcast, our goals aren't really to just have conversations with women. The conversations with women are leading to getting a date, getting a number, seeing them again, hooking up with them, getting into a relationship with them. So this is interesting. You're asking a question that I'm glad we're going over, but you're almost asking like the wrong question. Like fix the problem. What's the, what is the problem that they're ignoring you? Really the issue here is that you're not trying to grab their number or are you just trying Ivan to have a lot of girls that you're just saying hi to? I'm not trying to be a dick here, by the way, maybe I'm giving a little bit of tough love, but I want you to understand what was your goal here. You know, I don't want to help you with the goal. That's not the real goal. And maybe this is just because you wrote this really quickly and you're thinking, no, 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 Trippy, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I want. But, you know, guys, be careful with, with the questions you ask because I could be giving you an answer that just helps you with saying hello to a bunch of women and having nice, friendly conversations with women. But that's not what I'm guessing is what you're looking for, Ivan. So to answer your question, I'm going to answer a better question for you to help you fix the bigger problem. If you're at the gym and you're talking to a girl and you're having a quick conversation with them and everything is going well, try to get their number. I don't really love approaching at the gym only because it's not the kind of volume that you want to get to really meet women. I like high volume environments. And as much as it seems like it's a high volume environment because there's so many women around, well, at the end of the day, you're not going to be talking to every girl at the gym and getting their number. You could, but just a high risk. I don't know. You might get in trouble. You might look creepy. 
That's not the environment to like go around and socialize and grab numbers. It's a place to work out. And then, hey, if you find a girl you end up in conversation with like you're doing and you think that she's cute and you have a good conversation, then yeah, you grab their number. But if you're going up to a woman and starting conversation with them and they're not acknowledging your existence later on, it's possible that they just weren't that interested or that it was a fluff conversation and it wasn't really doing anything. So I'd be curious, Ivan, what conversations you are having. And I'd be even curious of why you want to just say hello to these women. And what are you trying to do here? Are you trying to talk to them and then grab their number later? I wouldn't do that. I would grab their number now. You know, grab their number now. Like now is the time. We don't have to wait for later. Man, I made this mistake so much when I was learning how to meet women. When I was going out to bars and clubs and I would talk to a girl and I would think like, oh, I'm going to get her number later. Like, so I don't look needy. And so I don't look like I'm too interested. And like, I'll talk to them later and I'll tell them I'll talk to them later. Thinking I knew what the fuck I was doing when I did not know what I was doing. And you know what would happen every single time? Literally every time. I didn't see her again. Or another guy ended up picking her up. I go back to try to talk to her and she's flirting with another guy. So I lost my chance. So gentlemen, especially you, Ivan, the time is now. The time is now. Okay, let's do one more question from Greg. Hola, Trip, big fan of your work and podcast to the story. I've been speaking with a girl on and off for a year. She lives two hours away from my town and had a boyfriend until recently where she reached out to me and asked me out. I made plans and we eventually met for our first date. The date went really well. We ended the night with some great physical connection at my place. We met up the following weekend. This night, went great too and ended in more great physical connection. I woke up the next day at her apartment and we spent the rest of the day together. I will admit at times I could feel we were spending too much time together and the conversation and energy fluctuated as we were both tired and had spent a lot of time together. I left that evening and felt the energy had shifted and I can feel her pulling back and almost doing a slow fade. I took a break and texted her five days later, but her response was flat and disengaged, not asking me questions and giving bland answers. She does continue to watch and like my stories on social media. This leaves me super confused. I'm taking another break to give her time to think about things and for me to continue living my life and smiling. I feel like I'm in a weird place where I can't call her out and ask what's going on with her lack of engagement. But if I do nothing, she will fade out and it will all end. Any advice on how to save this situation? She seems great and has potential for being someone I'd like to spend more time with. Thank you, Greg. Okay, a couple things I have to mention this because you know I love to analyze everything that you guys send my way. Um, She lives two hours away from you and she just had a boyfriend. Double red flag here. Two hours away is really far. I don't love the idea of dating someone who's two hours away. Ideally, you're like 20 minutes away at the worst. If you can help it. Two hours is really far. Okay, also, she had a boyfriend until recently. 
Don't love that. You could be a rebound situation. Maybe she's not over her boyfriend. Maybe there's more drama going on. Maybe he's back in the picture. We don't know. It's very rare that and you probably experienced this yourself, that relationships just have a clean break. It's always something that kind of lingers, that happens. You end up talking to them again. Something's going on there, right? So we don't really want to date women who are fresh out of a relationship, let alone two hours away. However, I'm still here to answer your question. Okay. So what ended up happening here is you definitely spent a lot of time together very quickly. Sometimes that works out. And in this case, it looks like it didn't. It looks like it was a situation where there was a lot of intense, fiery energy in the very beginning. But then spending a lot of time with someone very quick where it's just fiery energy, it can die. Here's the thing is maybe this was meant to have dead energy anyways. Some people just don't make it through that. Whether it's you spend a lot of time together really quick or you end up doing this between five to 10 dates. You know, Greg, it's just not going to work out with every woman. But more importantly, what I want to help you with here is I don't like a lot of this kind of over systemization, I should say, where you're trying to systematize every little thing here. Like, okay, texting, I took a text break for five days. You're reading her text. You're trying to figure out if she likes you, if she doesn't like you based on her text message. You're not sure where to go. Like you seem very lost in this. So I want to help you find more direction, not just with her, but in your future too. But also this is going to help with her. Stop using text messaging as a way to figure out how interested she is and how to play this situation. Of course, naturally, you're going to do that more because she lives two hours away, which makes it more of a a red flag. Because yes, I understand when people live far away, all you have is text messaging and it becomes harder. But still, it's very simple. If you want to know how to figure out what's going on in this situation. You just want to be continuously asking them out. So it's interesting. You had this really fun weekend together and then you felt like there was low energy. You felt her pulling back. So you didn't text her for five days. That's really intense. Maybe she now thinks that you're not interested in her. And then she started to pull back because you're pulling back only because you thought she was pulling back. It should be more consistent, not necessarily with the texting, but with figuring out if you guys want to see each other again. Now, I know what you're going to say. Well, it's tough because she lives two hours away. Yes, exactly. This is why we don't want to do long distance because it makes the process that much more confusing and harder. You can't have a normal process. You have to create this this artificial process because she lives so far and you got to figure out all these things to do within text messaging and it becomes a mess. I don't have a solution for that. Well, I do. Don't do long distance, but I don't have, okay, here's how you make a long distance thing work. I mean, there's nothing you can really do except try to see them as much as you can. And I guess FaceTime from time to time and figure out if you're ever going to be in the same place. But two hours away is quite the problem, which is causing all of this. Otherwise, you would have just texted her a couple days later. 
And you would have asked her out and said, Hey, what's your plans this weekend? Let's go grab blah, blah, blah. Let's go do this food. Let's go do this activity. Come by my place. We'll cook some food together. And then you would know if she was really pulling away based on if she wants to see you again, not based on her text messages, as you say, quote, flat and disengaged, quote, not asking me questions and giving bland answers. Like, who cares about that? What I'm more interested in is not is she giving flat and disengaged answers, not is she looking at my stories on social media, is she agreeing to want to see me again? And now you're taking more breaks, you're playing more games, it's so gamey you don't know what to do. How do you save the situation? I mean, there's no way to save the situation. You just need to get in front of her. There's no special text you can send to her. There's no needy text you can send like, hey, do you still like me or what's going on? Are we still good? So what I would do is I would plan to hang out with her again. And if she says yes, great, you're good. And if she says no, or she gives you some sort of runaround that's basically showing you that she's not interested anymore because she's not agreeing to it or saying she's busy, then you can throw out there. You can say, oh, that's a shame. I thought we had a good time. You know, something like that. You can basically say like, oh, I thought we had a good time together. And, you know, just let me know if you're not interested in hanging out anymore. Really being simple as that. Trying to figure out and find out too much and diving too deep and overanalyzing is not going to be it. Instead, let's practice abundance. Ask her out, see what she says, see where this is going. And my advice, Greg, don't try to save it. Don't try to convince her. It's not going to work anyways, and you can find a better woman. Greg, Ivan, Andy, thank you so very much for your questions. Really enjoyed answering them today. Email me, trip at tripadvice.com if you want to get your questions answered here on the podcast. If you need more help, hop on a call. It's free with my team. TripAdviceCoaching.com is where you can book a call with us to see if coaching can help you get you to the point where you're meeting and attracting more women, becoming super confident and being the best version of yourself so that you can date and be with the women that you really want and have more choice. Of course, you can also get our hooked course at GetHerHooked.com if you want to start there. That can teach you how to flirt, how to meet women and how attraction works with my TED formula. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you on the next episode.